it's exciting, although the common person might not think that safety is so sexy, but when you look at all these things under the radar, like food and meat and dairy and things that are regulated and cannabis is becoming more regulated, it's very, very sexy. From MJ Bulls Media, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today, we're joined by Alan Hirsch from the Diagnostic Lab Corporation. Alan, thanks for being on the MJ Bulls podcast. It's great to be here. Alan, let's go back a bunch of years, like before cannabis was legal, and and chances are the black market cannabis was probably pretty contaminated. I don't think people realize the plethora of different contaminations that that probably existed back then. Can you just tell us just some of them? Absolutely. So when you get into safety and you get into the product, there's actually three parts There's physical, chemical, and microbial risk. The physical risk is something where something might be in like a piece of glass or something gets in a a brownie or an edible, you know, something that would be there. A a microbial would be something that's extremely dangerous and cause death like mold Mm -hmm. or salmonella or E. coli. Oh, yeah. Okay, and a chemical risk would be the herbicides and the pesticides. Now, chemicals will make you sick, won't kill you, but the mold and the E. coli and the microbials have a potential to kill you. Oh, my gosh. And those were all there then. Well, let's fast forward. Quite a few years ago, start, states started passing medical marijuana laws, and then the recreational laws started passing. So people are assuming that all the cannabis now that's not black market is all contamination-free. Well, it's a great question, and you actually got right to the chase, which is that ostensibly it's medical marijuana. Now, there have been very few cases where people have died, but there are cases in California where there have been mold that's found. Now, someone is, let's say, using this to fight cancer or the side effects of cancer medication, then they're having a suppressed immune system. So it's very, very important that wherever someone's using medical marijuana, that it's not just following a state regulation, but actually have much of the certification and testing requirements because you can get very, very sick and possibly die from contaminated marijuana. Thousands of pounds of cannabis is recalled in Colorado every month. Really? So it's a definitely known problem. So tell us a little bit more about DLC and exactly how you correct this problem. So DLC is really a food safety and agricultural safety company that not only cannabis, but anything, whether it's meat, dairy, fish, seafood, or agriculture, we have clients that are in cannabis and not in cannabis. And what we do is we basically make sure that the supply chain and the entire food chain or agricultural chain is made safe. We follow, in certain cases, USDA or FDA when it comes to to guidelines for cannabis. There's many different state and country regulations. And what we do is we set up the whole planning and quality control systems and all of the standard operating procedures for growers, manufacturers. Okay. So you go and actually go right into the grower or manufacturer's facility and help them set up their standard operating procedures. Correct. And for cannabis brands, which are now a hot topic, this is what happens in food. When you see organic labeling or you see other types of fair trade or vegan or non-GMO, these are all food labels that are done through inspection that add value to the brands. So just like in food, there is a premium in the market for what we call quality craft type of cannabis and that exists in food today. So our business model is actually right out of food safety. Okay. Tell us about it. 
We take care of food from farm to table as well as seed to sale. And we're bringing these techniques that have been in existence for 100 years in food safety now into cannabis safety. And whether it's making workers safe, making the product safe, or making the actual system that produces it safe, it's not that sexy. But let me tell you something. It is the underbelly and the most important part because all it takes is one lawsuit and it could put somebody out of business. So right now they can use it in their marketing materials. And in certain cases, depending on which system we use, they can use it on the labeling, like whether it was GMP or SQF or HACCP. So either way, it's up to the grower. And we also see a huge growth in point of sale systems, very similar when you go into a wine shop and you see the ratings on wine, uh, the safety rating. When you look at anything that has a UL certificate or any type of rating, you know, everything right now, including Leafly, is very anecdotal. This is great stuff and this, but no one has really created the whole safety system. And that's what we've done. We've done it over the last five years. We wow. think it's poised for uh, being disruptive. Also, one of our key products is that we work with many growers. We've been successful on four licenses as the quality control and medical director. And we bring our whole team of seven scientists and doctors to the table. So let's say a licensee needs to know that they need a great medical director and they need quality research and quality control and systems and SOPs to make sure their products are safe. We've actually got specialized protocols that we use. And we've done that successfully now uh, in four with all this growth how have you been doing it and how do you intend to do it moving forward so one of the great things that we've done is that we've embarked on a a different strategy than most people in the cannabis world we're building a great company that happens to have a cannabis vertical so we've embarked on an m&a an acquisition a plan, a strategic plan to buy food safety companies Ah. and add the cannabis vertical. So this year, when all our acquisitions are together, we're projecting out over $3 million in revenues with about a $1 million adjusted EBITDA. If we continue on this path, within 24 months, we're going to have close to $14 million of top line with about a $4 million EBITDA. Oh my gosh, that's, that's crazy. Right. And that's different because most people going into cannabis expect to lose money. But having a finance background, I realized that value always lasts longer than growth. Meaning if you have a bottom line and you're making money, that's really all that people care about. So that's what we're doing that's a lot different. We're trying to do it where we have an ancillary and then build a real business and then add that cannabis vertical. Well, I know you got a lot of people's attention as soon as you said your EBITDA numbers or your projected EBITDA numbers because we don't hear that a lot here. Well, how does somebody get involved if they wanted to get involved? So the good news is with with DLC, the risk is out of the deal. We've raised uh, mid seven-figure money already. We are going public. I have to make that in a formal announcement, but that's happening. And we have a pre-IPO round, or you could participate in the the stock in a different way later on. When does the pre-IPO round start? Uh, it's, it's right now. It's open right now. Okay, good. And if somebody wants to learn more about that, how do they do it? I'll have my contact information. You can get online, write the okay. info box and we'll, we'll, we'll set up a whole contact sheet for you. Yeah. Well, I'll have everything about diagnostics labs and all of Alan's email on, on the mjbulls.com website. But, um, yeah, this, wow. Alan, <laughs> you're moving fast. You're moving fast. Well, we appreciate it. And look, the interesting thing about safety which is known, is that when you look at the cannabis market and they say it's a $30 billion by 2020, you know, the market size, when you look at food testing and agricultural safety and that whole market, 
it's it's already $113 billion. So we just have to have a modest amount of revenue and success to really hit it out of the box. Yeah, for sure. And we feel uh, very strongly that we're a first mover. Talk about our model and what we're trying to do. It is definitely unique. It is proprietary. And, you know, we just think it's it's exciting, although the common person might not think that safety is so sexy. But when you look at all these things under the radar, like food and meat and dairy and things that are regulated and cannabis is becoming more regulated, it's very, very sexy. I think you have something here that a lot of people are going to find maybe not sexy, but they're going to find financially sexy. Alan, it's been a pleasure talking to you today. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much, Dan. Yeah, we'll speak to you soon. Good luck. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, host of Casually Baked, the podcast. If you're curious to explore the highly responsible side of cannabis, farming, and legalization, I'm here to help lighten the stigma and build your canna confidence. Download episodes now of Casually Baked, the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And journey with me through the evolving cannabis culture and discover how and why people like you are adding cannabis to their wellness toolkit. It's time to get casually baked.